another moment. <laughs> Can't believe you fucking picked Cheetos over Doritos. Yeah. You sick fuck. <laughs> you stinky fuck. Jesus, I'm fucking crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm for real. I have to pee. <laughs> Go pee. I bet. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> I was laughing too hard. one today <laughs> oh i can't believe you never laugh with your pussy no i sneeze with my pussy i do everything with my pussy i'm a feminist so yeah. <laughs> eat cheetos with your pussy i don't eat fucking cheetos you stinky fuck <laughs> could you imagine if there was a cheeto shaped dildo i would kill myself or i would unalive myself that's disgusting. Could you imagine having Cheeto dust up your punani? No, I said shaped, not oh shaped, not not, not a big Cheeto. <laughs> Dude, what if there was Cheeto flavored lube? Your stinky ass would probably eat it. No, because there's no crunch. You'd be like I ran out of Cheetos. <laughs> eat it like you eat Nutella. Hey, with milk. <laughs> my lube with milk i told you that's why i don't buy nutella <laughs> i haven't bought it in like five years i brought it in your house and you were like get that away from me <laughs> dude yeah because i have a problem i would literally just get the nutella and just spoonful it and stir it in my milk and then eat it <laughs> then shove it up your ass and then when the milk was nutella-y enough i would drink that dude just drink almond milk <laughs> i just don't eat just nutella. Drink chocolate almond just, milk <laughs> you just like don't do it anymore oh, okay I'm glad you went to rehab and we're. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said, okay, Nutella. I have a big problem. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Sign me. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Death Row Records, uh, hit Victoria up. <laughs> What's the fucking one in Josie and the Pussycat? Mega Records. <laughs> Wait, have you seen the movie? The, the, like, recent one that came like the remake there's not a remake isn't there no is it are you thinking of riverdale no there's not a new josie and the pussycats i thought there was if anyone would know i would know oh. <laughs> uh, uh. Ooh, i do pop culture Ooh, are we gonna see the new Dumbledore Fantastic Beast movie? I haven't seen the other two. Oh my fucking god. Well, John's been wanting to watch it, but I've been busy. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> Told your bitch ass. Okay, calm down. This is the one from like the early 2000s. With mm. fucking, what's her fucking name? Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon's not in, is he? No, that's fucking Floop. Gilbert Gottfried. Floop. I never remember his fucking name. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Saved Saved by by the Kids. 
Oh, oh. the brother? No, Flu! It's <laughs> not his name? The guy who owns the thumbs. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's the manager. <laughs> Do you remember fucking Thumb Wars, dude? The fucking movie? No. They like remade Star Wars, but they were all like all the. Sorry, I was looking at pictures of Henry Cavill. Like, <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> I started watching, rewatching The Witcher season one. Ugh. So I can catch up on season two. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I would, I would, I would literally let Henry Cavill do anything he fucking wanted to. Or if he wanted to do anal. Yeah, that's fine. But what if he has like a really big dick? That's fine. Rip it open. Ouch. I like, don't think so. Literally anything he wanted to do. I don't know. You want to put Cheetos in my pussy? Put Cheetos in my pussy. <laughs> Big yuck. Eat them out. Yuck. I would literally let that man do anything and everything to me. I don't know about that. God <laughs> damn. He's so fucking hot. Anyway, hi. <laughs> anyway, what's up? This hi. is the Henry Cavill podcast <laughs> where I relate everything to Henry Cavill. <laughs> Last week was rent. This week is Henry Cavill. <laughs> Hi, hello. AKA Tamlin, AKA Mr. Masters. A- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining our bonus Henry Cavill episode. This is going to be three hours long and nothing mm-hmm. about Henry Cavill. And it's just going to be me going, oh. <laughs> Henry Cavill. I hate that so much. Oh my God. That's Victoria, by the way. That's not. Ooh, me. Carol. Oh, Carol. What are you saying? Oh. Like you said, did you Carol. just say you were watching? The I thought you were saying Carol. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> no, Carol. Toss a coin to your witcher. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Welcome back. We're we are um technically the episode is supposed to be released today. <laughs> Yesterday. Today. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Okay, right. dude. Yeah. My. Sorry. I thought it was Wednesday in I my head. Too. Yeah, I was like, we're late. <sighs> I mean, we are late. We're like, I was like, we're super late. This is what always happens in short weeks. Yeah. They're always the longest. Oh, yeah, because you have Friday off. I have Friday and Monday off, baby. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But I'm by myself, so I busted ass all day. And then I lost track of time, and then I have court tomorrow, and I got bust ass tomorrow I'm by myself. Uh... Yeah, because there's no big, there's, ugh. I have court, in-person court. Which is like the first time we've done in-person court in a while. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to be in the office while I'm in court. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already know that when I come back after lunch, I'm going to get a thousand fucking phone calls. Where were you? Like, I tried calling. I tried, I've been trying to call since ain't it. Shut the fuck up. Like, I got to go deal with your bitch asses in court. The fuck? I had to yell at some lady today about her son. I was like, he's 17. She's like, oh. And you tell me that you think a 17-year-old's an adult. Because I told her I couldn't talk to her. Yeah. And she's like, you tell me where you think a 17-year-old. Doesn't matter what you think. It matters what the law says. I was like, in the state of Texas. And then she started getting all pissy at me. She's like, I just don't understand it. I'm like, why don't you ask your son why he got a DUI? (laughs) How about that? How about asking why he was drinking and driving instead of getting all my fucking shit about him being too baby enough to handle it himself? Obviously, he wasn't too baby enough to drink and drive. Go fuck yourself. Fucking rich ass fucking... (laughs) Bitches. I hate those fucking golf carts, dude. We got stuck behind so many oh, of them. Yeah. And I was just like, get off the fucking road. We saw two motherfuckers wreck. Their golf carts? Yeah. <laughs> on uh, Avenue G. That's great. And 11th. We were like turning the corner <laughs> and like some fucking, like right in front of shells. Yeah. Some fucking bitch was like, there were five girls in a golf cart and then there was 
So they were coming this way, but they were on the wrong side of the road. Of course. And then the other ones were coming this way. And one girl was like on the ground, like holding her leg. One was sitting in the thing like like it had just happened. I'm like, mm-hmm. those things go max like 30 miles an hour. How'd you fucking wreck it? And it was like six in the evening. Because they're fucking idiots. Like, what the fuck were you doing? I almost hit people on golf carts every day. Also, did you eat shells? No. So fucking good, surprisingly. Oh, no, we had um, the pizzeria. We had pizza Ew. from there. Maybe. Well, I really wanted pizza. Oh, that yeah. was the only place that had Domino's. <laughs> Domino's. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> and then the other day, the next day, we just got fucking Whataburger because we were exhausted. We were yeah. just like, let's just go get fucking Whataburger and be done with it. Yeah, those fucking golf carts, man. I forget. We were going to rent one, but Sunday came around. We were like, we have no time to do it. That would have been fun, but also I fucking hate those things. Yeah. They're so annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Haley told me that she got like 20 fucking calls last Friday of people saying they brought their own mules. You know, those like, they're not golf carts, but they go faster than golf carts. Mm. Like gators. Like ATVs. Kind of, but they're, like, enclosed. Like a golf cart, essentially, but, like, faster. Huh. But people were like, we brought our mule from out of town. Can we drive it on the roads? The police are saying no. Uh, Then what do you think? Yeah. Hello? It's like, the reason Uh, you can do the golf carts is they're registered to the city. All of them. Mm -hmm. You can't bring your own fucking mule. It's not registered to anything, and it's a moving vehicle. God damn. I was like, people getting tickets on the beach. They're like, I didn't know it was an open roadway. Yeah, bitch, you gotta wear a seatbelt and shit. It's an open public roadway. People are dumb. Beach towns are dumb. That shit sucked. That shit sucked. We paid two forty a night. Oh, yeah. That's cheap to stay in a small fucking condo. That's ridiculous, though. It's ridiculous, but that's cheap for four day. That's fucking crazy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, it was nice, but it was. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, but better that than drive back and forth. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, that would have fucking sucked, especially going up and down that bridge with the U-Haul. Yeah, Ashley worked sand fest with her parents. And that food was truck. terrible. It was basically all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. I think we got a total of like 18 hours of sleep because those mattresses. Not good. Oh, my God. They mm-hmm. were terrible. I mean, you think we're spending 240 a night. You think you could be able to fucking afford a goddamn <laughs> better mattress? No, so you're by the beach. <laughs> And like uh, the fucking, I went to go wash some clothes because there was a, I had my room and then my parents were in another room because my sister and my brother weren't staying. And there was like a wash, like a stacked washer and dryer in there. And I was like, oh, I'll wash our clothes from Friday. That way we can, you know, wear them Saturday yeah. and then wear other ones Sunday. And that thing says like, it's a brand new stacked washer and dryer. It's really nice. Says like quiet, whatever on it. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker sounds like your goddamn <laughs> dump truck is in your goddamn room. And I was like, I put the dryer in because it's just like in the room. Mm-hmm. And I, I started the dryer. I started the load. And all you hear is dunk, 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 dunk. <gasps> like at like 11 o'clock at night. And my parents, I can hear them in the other room laughing because they're like, she's not going to bed. She's not sleeping anytime soon. And I was trying to talk to John on FaceTime and I was like, I like yelling. I'm like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you over the fucking dryer. I'm just going to try to go to bed. And I knocked the fuck out. I was like, that shit was loud as fuck, dude. It was fucking insane. What a fun experience you had. That was. Are y'all going to do the next Sandfest? I think we did really well. I think we did well enough that we will do the next Sandfest if I'm here. In October. Is it in October? 
I think they're still doing it twice a year. One in April, one October. Mm. Unless that was just last year when they reopened. Oh, because of COVID or mm. whatever? Because they hadn't done it the past two years. <laughs> I think we might because there were a lot of people that came that said that they saw that we were going to be there from Facebook. Nice. And they came just for that. Nice. And there were a lot of people that remembered them from... Because I wasn't here when they went to like the beer hut over there on Port A. Yeah. When they first opened. Mm-hmm. And they said they remembered them from being there during their opening or whatever. And they were waiting for them to come back to Port A. See, and if the locals like you, then they'll for sure buy your shit out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we fucking... it's very clicky there. Yeah. We, we, we did really well. It was a nightmare. But, and everybody was incredibly nice for the most part. I got yelled at like three times on Saturday. Why? People were like, this bitch... She waited in line, and the line was not nearly as bad as the food truck festival. Maybe five, six people in line at the same time. Yeah. That's it. And we can only handle, like, seven or eight orders at a time, right? Because everything's cooked fresh. Right. And she stood in line, and I'm taking orders, and I'm seeing her move up in line, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Take her order, or I take the order of the person in front of her, and I'm telling, and each person I'm taking the the order of i tell them before i take the order oh give me one moment let me get this other order out and then i'll get to you right and so i take the person in front of her and then and she's seen this for at least six people mm-hmm. and she gets up there and i'm like one moment let me just get this order out and then i'll take your order and i'm running around trying to get this shit packed and while i'm like turning around to give the order to like press the number for the other person She's like, is that seven orders up there? And I was like, yes, ma'am. And she goes, Ugh. she just like walked away. And I'm like, you stood in line. You saw there were like six people in front of you. Yeah. But what that were you expecting? Out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. And there were only eight food trucks there. And like four of them were carnival food. So mm-hmm. I was just like, where else are you going to go? Like, yeah. How funny. Funnel cake, bitch. Yeah. Or they had like foot long hot dogs. And I really wanted one, but like, or corn dogs. Mm-hmm. I really wanted one, but I didn't get one. I got a hamburger instead. Barf. Yeah. They had like, there was this mac and cheese one that like, there was no cheese on the mac and what? cheese. Yeah. But what else did we get? What do you mean there's no cheese on the mac? There was and no cheese? cheese. It was dry. David got mac and cheese from It was them. just noodles? It was basically just noodles and bacon. There was literally, like, no cheese. You think it was some show where they try to, like, bake in the cheese, but then it's, like, non-existent? No, it was, yeah, I don't know. Because it was dry. That's disgusting. You couldn't even, like, even at the bottom, you know, like, maybe it sunk to the bottom or something? No. That's fucking gross. There was, like, no liquid in it at all. I was like, okay. But there was this one place, I don't remember what it was, they had some bomb-ass fucking brisket sandwich. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway. That was fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad I left. I left half a day Friday. Oh, God. So I missed all the traffic. Mm. So thank God. Haley took told me it took her an hour to get home. David and Danielle left at 5.15, 5.30. Somewhere around there. We got to the condo before they even made it to the bridge. And we didn't even leave until 8.30. Yeah, bro. They were stop and go before they even made it to the, That's to the island crazy. bridge. Yeah. I was like, that sucks like you know that bridge is like corpus christi pass or whatever right she said that danielle said that's where it stopped like every traffic was just stopped like for like two and a half hours. well because it's one lane yeah which is stupid uh, i'm glad for spring break they opened it spring break was terrible how did oh like on the bridge yeah on the bridge 
they changed um, the one lane, they opened it fully mm. back up on both sides. So it went a lot faster, but it was still terrible. Yeah. But yeah, bro. I was like, that sucks. I was like, oh. even that Thursday when I was leaving uh-huh. work at five, they're all the way down the JFK was backed up. And that's because like Sandfest hadn't even started that day. Mm-hmm. People were just already going for the weekend. Same with the ferry. The ferry was fucking oh. bad. Oh, the ferry's always terrible. It was bad. Even though they made that new fucking line for it. Oh, man. It's terrible. I was telling David, I said, that's why we fucking are staying here because we don't want to drive back. And that's why dad told you guys to stay here. Yeah, and why didn't like, they stay there? I don't want to stay. I don't know why. I don't want to stay. So. Probably because they got the house to themselves. Huh? Probably because they got the house to themselves. <laughs> Not like that matters. They be fucking <laughs> everywhere. Yuck. <laughs> no, that don't fucking matter. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening to our tangents. <laughs> it's been a week for both of us, y'all. It's been... Terrible. More you than me. <laughs> well, sure. I'd rather honestly have it all happen at once and like hope the rest of the year doesn't go like shit. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like it happening one month and the next month's fine. And then again, like the month after, it's like, fuck, we can't catch a break. Yeah. But you know, everybody dies at once and <laughs> it'd be fine. R.I.P. Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> and John's grandma. <laughs> it comes in threes. <laughs> Who's the third? I don't know. Stop. My dun, grandma's dun, dun, dun. in the hospital. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm oh so God. sorry. <laughs> Last time we talked about it, my grandma was supposed to be coming out of the hospital, and I just found out that bitch still in there. <laughs> so, hey, what up, grandma? I know you don't listen to me because you don't know what's going on, but, like, please don't die anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean your poor grandma. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was going to call her the other day, but my dad was like, she doesn't know what's going on. Like, and I even if I call my grandpa, he's not there. So I don't know. He he would just like talk for like an hour. He talked to my dad. He also and, doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Talked to my dad the other day. And he's just like, my when, when I was at Chevy, my dad was on the phone with him. So my dad was texting me like, what's going on? I'm sending him updates. He goes, I'm talking to your grandpa. I've been talking to your grandpa for like an hour. <laughs> my grandpa just like fucking cherish it though yeah because you won't always have it yeah hi my girl little baby you come up up? Here? oh all right wow. give me legs come see it give me legs i want legs oh that's no fucking shiny's getting real bad about like not coming unless i say i'm going to grandma's oh. <laughs> it was like this morning i was laying on the couch it was like 6 30 I was like, all right, it's time for him to get up so we can go pee. Yeah. And, uh, careful. Oh, bye. (laughs) Said y'all are annoying. Goodbye. Oh, she's stinky, papa. He out there. (laughs) She said over there. And, uh, I was like, all right, Shine, let's go outside. And he was laying in the bed under the blanket. And I'm like, let's go. Gotta go pee pee. Da da da, whatever. I waited like 10 minutes and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to grandma's and hear (laughs) down the hallway. And I was like, you little bitch. Getting fucking spoiled bad. Stella, we need you on Stella cam. Stella, there's no one on the cam. (laughs) Bork, bork. Anyway. Anyway. So that's why we're recording late. Sorry, this is coming out late. It's been a nightmare for us. You know what? You'll get it when you fucking get it. Yeah. Period. (laughs) If you paid for this content, it would make more sense, but it's free, so. Yeah. So shut up. (laughs) 
So, yeah, we're continuing with <laughs> our book, Lesser Known Monsters of the 21st Century. Um, I'm really liking this short story. I book. am liking it too. I'm trying. I was in, I didn't want to read this short story because it was like, the short story is called Hashtag Climbing Nation. I was like, oh, my God, it's nothing to do with fucking social media. And like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, fucking influencers or whatever. Hello? What was that? Dude, I kept getting fucking motion notifications on my phone on Saturday. And I kept watching my camera. And like, I kept looking at. Let me see if I can find. Dude, I was fucking scared. I was like, there's nobody at my house. And, um. Okay, right now it's dark. You can't see, but excuse me. You need to sage the house. No, I don't want to do that on my own because I don't trust that. Why? I feel like if I were to do it, I would do it wrong. There's, I know there's a proper way to do it, and you have to have somebody who actually knows how to do yeah, it. Yeah, YouTube it. No, because you know it's just fucking bitches who think they know what they're doing, but they're I don't actually think there's like... a way to do it. I think you just sage it oh i see a lot of people like you have to like i think you do in like circular motions in the whole rooms Mm. no there's a lot of people that talk about how like if you don't do it a specific way that like it does nothing it's just like well then what do you have to lose it's not gonna make my house is gonna smell like sage and i wasted money (laughs) on it (laughs) and then i'm just still gonna be even more paranoid i can't it doesn't pull up but i kept getting notifications on saturday like every five minutes and, like, my mom and I would look at it and, like, look at my camera and see what was going on. Mm. And, like, at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, there was this weird, um, not, like, a shadow, but, like, a... What the fuck? Uh, it looked like something, like a... It was something opaque in front of the camera. Right? And then, like, kind of, like... <laughs> I don't know. And then I... Uh, you were there the other day, right? So you saw the blanket up on the wall to yeah. cover that window. We were looking at it, and that was still up. And then I got a motion notification, and it fell down. <gasps> like, not the whole thing, but just the one over the well, window. Well, when I was there, it was half down. Well, I put it back up before I left. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, but yeah, so, like, it fell down just like that. And I was just like... and Because David went in there Friday night to try to go get uh, oil, I think, out of my garage. Like, mm-hmm. vegetable oil. And we were watching him on the camera so I could talk to him through the camera and, like, turn the lights on and stuff because they're not operated by a switch. And uh, when he left, I had to ask him, like, is there still somebody in the house? Because you all you could hear was, like, knocking. And then the next, like, we watched it for, like, 10 minutes. He's like, no, I'm not there. He's like, you can turn the lights off, whatever. So I turn the lights off. And my parents could hear it, too. And then the next day, like at like 10 or 11, after like that stuff had fallen down, you could hear like in the walls, it sounded like a bird was in my walls, but like you could also hear like weird, like, like a dead body. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're just hearing weird noise. It just sounded like somebody was like walking through my house, but like you couldn't see anything on my camera. And I was just like, <laughs> like, that's fine. That's fine. Do you feel anything when you sleep? No. And that's the weird thing because they're, you know, like how sometimes I'll, I'll like have like weird night terrors where yeah. like wake up and like call for John. I've not felt that like recently at all. Like I don't feel any Maybe negative it's a energy protective there. spirit. Maybe. I was like wondering where I went. Yeah. It's like, why aren't you here? Like there's no activity here. Yeah. 
Like Maybe. shiny hasn't been here. You haven't been here. Maybe. But yeah, I feel no negative anything. You're not getting scratched? No. Oh, not by myself. I scratch myself a lot. Oh, yeah, so do I. <laughs> I I have cuts, like, all over my body, and Andre's like, how'd you cut yourself? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't even know that was there until <laughs> so you pointed it out. <laughs> fucking no. Mmm, cookly. Yeah. So, well, at least it seems like I have a nice ghost, so. Take care of me, please. I'm having trouble. <gasps> um... That coffee did absolutely nothing for me. Oh, why did you drink like coffee? Crashing. So well, yeah, I don't know why you drink coffee so late, dude. I thought it would pump me up. <laughs> you were pumped for a while. I was. Anyway, okay. Okay. So, tell me about your story. I'm so interested. Okay. So, I'm going to do the best that I can because yeah. I read this and I was waiting <laughs> in the dealership and I didn't take notes. So, but I remember it because it's pretty good. So, okay. The short story is called Hashtag Climbing Nation. It's all one word. Whatever. It's like a hashtag on Instagram, right? And so it's following this girl named April. And the first thing that happens is she's walking into this memorial of this person named Travis. And uh, so Travis is dead. Rip. Okay. <laughs> Rip Travis. Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried. <laughs> And John's grandma. <laughs> Rip Travis, like from like Jody Arias. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that bitch. Um, <laughs> so this is Travis's memorial, and she walks in and she sees his older sister Miki. It's either Mickey or Miki. I like to think it's Miki. <laughs> <laughs> it's M I K I. Oh, Miki, you're so fine. Oh my god. <laughs> so. So in the middle of the memorial are two people, which is which are her his older sister. I'm gonna say Miki, Miki, <laughs> and then Travis's climbing partner Zach. And so she notices that there's um, all the people that are there <laughs> for the memorial are either gathered around her or him. And she says the only reason that she knows who they are is because she recognized them from his Instagram. And um. When she walk in, she kind of describes how Miki looks. She's wearing a black bodysuit. She's wearing a patterned scarf, like a huge scarf. You know, those ones that you can kind of take off and make like a blanket. Yeah. Um, she's got one of those. And she's like holding on to the ends of them. So like, you know, when someone's anxious, they like hold on to the ends. So whenever she makes gestures with her hands, she's like kind of moving the scarf with her. You know I've never I mean? ever seen somebody anxiously hold the ends out not out like oh. that but like you know like they're like hanging down okay, like on okay. her chest okay. and she's kind of like tugging on them but she doesn't let him go she's just kind of like so that's what she's doing and she's just talking about how beautiful she is and what like, the fuck she just says that she just like just looks like a generally looks like a like a beautiful girl or like she's appealing and she talks about um how oh, the narrator's talking about how beautiful she is yeah I thought you were saying she no, was talking about Miki's herself. Talking about herself. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, so April's talking about okay. how beautiful Miki is. Um, and that she's just appealing to look at. And then she talks about how she sees Zach over in the kitchen. Um, just kind of like surrounded by like, you know, the typical casserole dishes that people bring to memorials and things like that. Yeah. And he's kind of just dressed in like um, big shorts with like, like basically like cargo shorts and like a plaid shirt. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of doesn't look like he's addressed appropriately for like a memorial. Um, but that's his uh, 
climbing partner. So he was there with him when Travis died. Mm. Um, and so she's like, well, I can't really blame him for dressing that way. You know, he's going through some stuff. He's grieving, et cetera. So, and she says that he's pretty appealing to look at too. So she went straight for, instead of going to Miki, she went straight to go talk to Zach. And so there was like a line to like give their condolences. So she went to the end of it. Mm. And she's just like talking about how everybody's saying, you know, the generic, you know, how awful you must be a wreck. Like what a terrible thing to witness. So like, obviously he witnessed him die. Wow. And, um, She's just kind of talking about how they're moving through the line and she's just waiting. She talks about how, um, like, she she talks about the setting and how they're, I imagined it to be kind of like a cat, like an open floor cabin in the middle of, like, a snowy mountain, okay. kind of, so, like, a forest around them. Um, I'm thinking Colorado. Yeah. I'm thinking Oregon. <laughs> Somewhere okay, there. there. Okay, okay. <laughs> And um, so, you know, they have, like, this huge house, da-da-da. And she sees, like, these weird, like, teen girls, and she's trying to figure out how they found out about the um, the memorial. And she goes, she's like, I wonder if they also got the address in the obituaries. And so then we find out that she found out about the memorial through the through the obituaries in the newspaper. Okay. Okay. And um, so she talks about how it's weird because she's only been to funerals and memorials for like elderly relatives. Right. Mm -hmm. But like this room is full of people like her age, like 24, 25, 26, whatever. Um, And she's like, it's really weird to like be in that kind of environment um, because she's never been around anybody that's uh, passed away at a younger age. And she's like, while she's looking around, she sees all these younger people and she's like, where are his parents? Mm -hmm. Like, how come there are no, like, how come there's no other family here other than his sister and, you know, like his best friend, his climbing partner or whatever. But she's like, you know, I can't really do anything about it. So then she's just waiting in line. And she finally gets to uh, the woman in front of her I uh, guess to, to Zach and she starts like basically blabbering like um, no like you know when you're you don't know what to say to somebody oh like word vomiting yeah so she's just like I'm glad you weren't injured she's like I mean obviously I wish Travis had survived I wish it hadn't happened at all Yikes. and of course it's the worst thing that could happen to a person like to you I mean not as bad as what happened to Travis I mean I'm just glad that you're like physically and then Zach is just like I know what you meant like it's, like shut it's the fine. fuck yeah. up He's like, thank you. And then he just kind of like clasped, he clasped her hand between his and um, just kind of giving her like, it's okay, I, I understand. And then as soon as he let go, like she like took off. Like she was so embarrassed. Me, dude. So I small talk. <laughs> you just don't know, like, yeah, <laughs> you just don't know what to say. And so um, April starts thinking, you know, she's like, this is an unfair thought, but like, when I look at Zach up close, he doesn't look like he's grief-stricken. Like, he doesn't mm. look like a haunted survivor. She said he had a healthy, well-rested glow. Like... He pushed that motherfucker <laughs> off. So, she goes up to him, and she's like, you know, I'm April. Travis and I were friends in college. Like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And she said that when Zach studied her, she felt like she was caught in her lie. 
And um, she said that her and Travis had actually gone to the same college and they lived in the same dorm building. But and, and technically they maybe had gone to the same parties, but she couldn't actually remember if they'd ever met. Then why is she at his funeral? Weird, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is when we start to figure out why she's at the funeral. So a few months before Travis passed away, he started showing up on all of her social media. So he is becoming like a pretty much a more famous Mm, here it is climber Mm -hmm. right like a like an outdoorsy person right like posting inspirational quotes and photos of him climbing yeah basically like an outdoor influencer hashtag climbing nation (laughs) and and, um and she was like oh my god he has like five hundred thousand followers on instagram god damn yeah she's like she had no interest in like outdoor activities but she spent like hours like looking at pictures of <laughs> close-ups of his knots his blistered hands like his gear on flat rocks wow. like videos wow. of him like while she's taking a shit she's just like scrolling through instagram and In she's there, like bud. yeah <laughs> henry cavill you know what's up <laughs> and one of his youtube videos has like 1.4 million likes um just of him just being like a guy just like doing his vlog or whatever and she's like that's so weird that he like popped up at that time and um she talks about how he had such a great view of the world everything was breathtaking through his eyes um and she was just over here like with tortilla chips balanced on her chest like (laughs) laying down like watching the shit on instagram and um Next thing you know, he has a sudden violent death. His appearance is in the mainstream news. And she's like, you know, the famous should die famously. So it kind of fits. And um, and then she asks the one question you're not supposed to ask. Right. She goes, I understand if you want to talk about it, but I only know what I read about in the news. Like she asks how it happens. Like, I mean, I'd want to know. I know. But do you do that at a memorial? Not at a memorial. Right. Like so after the memorial. (laughs) <laughs> right so she does she she says that the news stories were brief but they were vivid but they they didn't really explain what had happened what the what they did talk about was just like how how they were there he him and travis so zach and travis were um basically doing a day climb in this place called the north cascades i don't know where that is some mountains mm-hmm. um and then a storm came in and they tried to get down like really quickly so that way they could avoid the storm but something happened, something went wrong, and then Travis ended up falling 300 feet. And that was it. And yeah, um, you know what went wrong? Zach's hands. <laughs> so, <laughs> when he pushed him. So um, when she asked that, like the entire room heard her and everybody was just oh quiet. Oh my God. Yeah. She already made a fucking fool out of herself. Mm-hmm. So then Zach just kind of like starts talking and saying, you know, um, he combs his hair back and he starts with like it wasn't even forecasted to rain he's like it happened really fast and the wind picked up the sky went dark and we had to do a, a simul rappel uh which is an emergency maneuver to get down fast where you rappel down at the same time and you, you kind of use each other as like a counterbalance yeah um I wish I would have watched a video on how that works, but I say uh, yeah, like I know what the fuck I don't know shit about playing. <laughs> but yeah, like a, I would imagine like as a counterbalance, like, a like one scale, yeah. yeah. 
And so whenever he looks up, like everybody's watching him, like everybody's quiet. Everybody's listening to the story. And Zach is just like saying Travis made one mistake, like the slope, the, the rope slipped through and then there was nothing that he could do. Like Travis was just gone. And April says that she could see it from his perspective. You know, she's talking about how um, the rocks were slick with rain. His muscles were trembling with exhaustion and he was just holding tight to the wall. And then all of a sudden there was just a like a loss of tension in the rope. And then uh, next thing you know, he's just watching Travis fall, um, you know, trying to reach out to grab him. Like what she would do in that situation is basically how she's saying Zach right. is is doing it. And then, she, you know, somebody else um, from behind her asks, and then what? Like after he says, you know, he was just gone. And um, it's coming from this guy who's sitting next to Miki, who is... Uh, Travis's sister mm-hmm. and um, she goes this guy looks the same as Zach and Travis same age probably also a climber and he says well how did you get down and back to the car yeah and Zach was like well I didn't I waited on a ledge for help and the guy's like you both fell but there was a ledge on your side mm-hmm. and he goes I didn't fall like I climbed down to the ledge and then he starts asking like were you on the ledge when he first fell like had had you gotten to the ledge first and travis is like no i climbed down to the ledge after travis fell and he asks did the anchor fail like he's trying to figure out like what happened and zach is like obviously not i already told you and he's like you know what nick like i don't want to talk about this anymore and he just kind of um april steps closer to zach and she like rubs him and tells him you know it's okay at least he was doing something he loved which was climbing. So, like, at least he died mm. climbing, right? That boy sus. Yeah. <clears throat> so then Nick, like, kind of looks at Miki, who just kind of was like, just indulge Zach, like, whatever. Like, he's going to talk however he's going to talk. Just let him do it. Mm. And then, um, so, he kind of just sits there, and everybody kind of starts leaving. Um all of the basically they're there for a while long enough for all of the food to like cool down all of the wine is almost gone april starts taking the wine and refilling everyone's glasses it ends up just being her zach miki and uh, nick left yeah and so she's pouring all of their uh wine and um i don't know who asks this I think it's Zach, but he says, April, you said, right? Because, like, nobody knows who she is. Mm. And he's like, I don't think Travis ever mentioned you. Like, you guys were close back in the day. And she's like, oh, you know how it is. We saw each other every day we were in school, but we lost touch. Right? Like, she's like, I was meant to reconnect, but, like, I missed my chance. And she starts asking, like, um, or uh, Zach starts saying, you know, I'm surprised how many people were here because he was a really secretive guy. Like, I didn't know that he had a lot of friends and April was like secretive. Like he had half a million followers on Instagram. And, um, you know, they say like, he was just a climber and a photographer. Like nobody actually knew him. Yeah. You know, like just how you think, you know, like the Kardashians or whatever. Right. You don't actually know what's going on. And so Miki says, you know, he was secretive. 
and um she uh uh she starts saying that he had a lot of strange ideas but he had to keep them to himself for the sake of his present for his internet presence so like april is just kind of like like what do you mean zach was saying um he kept me at he kept me at kind of like a distance so he never really shared anything with me and um he goes uh ow sorry <laughs> so fishy um so Miki basically starts talking about how Zach is Travis's best friend. But Zach is like, we would drive for days like to go camping and stuff. But um, we only really ever talked about the logistics of the climb and just like online stuff. Like, like we never talked. Yeah. Weird. Be- yeah. Because she's like, you basically put your lives into each other's hands. Like what what could be more intimate than that? Like you're basically each other's anchor when you're climbing and Zach was like well that's just climbing like you can do that with people you just met <laughs> and she goes you fuck people you just met but if you keep fucking them it becomes intimate all the same exactly <laughs> and um so then April starts asking you know like well what kind of strange ideas did Travis have and she goes you know he was just one of those people who thought that like the world was ending but like not in like the biblical sense like a doomsday kind of yeah but more so like climate change or like the pandemic and things like that so she's saying that like um it wouldn't have gone with his internet personality of like being inspirational and shit while also thinking the world's gonna end and like being a prepper um so he never shared it so she talks about how he was prepping and um or she's like uh She's like, I guess it doesn't matter now. Like, I guess I'll just tell you all, like, it doesn't matter. And so she starts talking about how um, he had this cabin. She says he had a cabin that wasn't too far away from the highway, but it was basically impossible to get to um, unless you were him or an experienced climber. She said that you had to, like, there were no roads and you had to do, like, I don't know what bushwhacking is, (laughs) but... um, Mm. You had to do, she said, a lot of days of bushwhacking, scrambling, free climbing, river crossings, completely inaccessible in the winter. It was in high altitude. She said she knew about it, but only he knew where it was. And then when he died, she got the deed to the land. And she said um, she only just got the papers. Like, she's like, I could look into chartering a helicopter, but I have no idea how to get there. She's not a climber. Mm. She's like a theater person. She said they weren't close. That they she Are they like rich or something? I don't know. I don't know. They don't. Yeah, they don't explain that. Weird. I'd imagine he is because he's oh like insta famous. Yeah, and she was in LA like working for theater companies and stuff. Yeah. So maybe like they are. Um, and uh, she's like, I can charter a helicopter, but like I don't know where I'd land it because it doesn't sound like there's some place to land anywhere nearby. Right. And um, Nick starts asking, like, he's like, I find that it's hard to believe that there's anywhere like that, like, in this state that isn't either parkland or part of a reserve. And she goes, that's what Travis described it as. And that's what I believe him. Like, that's why he chose to build the cabin there. Mm -hmm. And she says that she doesn't know how he even found the plot to buy in the first place. 
But when she when he told her about it, she was furious. And she just goes, April asked why she was pissed. Yeah. And she goes, well, what does it say about who he planned to spend the end of the world with? She's like, certainly it wasn't me. It was so. obviously somebody he either meant to go alone or with one of his adventuring buddies. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she you couldn't to get to experience. it. Yeah. yeah. And Zach was like, he never mentioned it to us. Yeah, because you suck, Zach. <laughs> and, um, and then Nick is like, well, then, if it's so hard to get there, like, how did he construct the cabin? Like, how did he even get the materials and the tradespeople there? And Miki's just saying, you know, according to the documents, it's more like a shack. He built it himself. And I'm guessing he just, like, took materials piece by piece. She said he started buying, like, um, one-ounce bars of gold to, like stock in there oh my god because he Bury felt his money yeah he felt that like gold would be the only way to um pay for things at the end of it all yeah and she's like i you know i guess i have to go eventually because it'd just be a shame if uh, i let all the supplies go to waste yeah the gold you mean yeah <laughs> and um she just uh she says um uh, April talks about how Miki's tone had been droll, almost amused, dry of grief whenever she was talking about the cabin. She was like, basically, she was just staring and she was just saying, you know, maybe I'll let it rot. Um, and, and in a thousand years, an archaeologist can puzzle over like all the gold. <laughs> and they look up how much an ounce of gold is and an ounce of gold is worth like $1,200. But like, that's all he was buying. So he's got a, like a shitload of gold up there. It costs mm-hmm. it's like a shitload of money. And um, <clears throat> Nick is just saying like, that doesn't sound like him. Like he was the most optimistic person he knew. And she's like, there's optimism in being prepared. Right. So like, yeah, like you was... get excited from like prepping. Yeah. Like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Nick is just saying, you know, like, I thought he was a big believer in, like, not hiking, never hiking alone, like, there's safety in numbers and et cetera. And Mickey just said, death has a way of unveiling the truth. But like he said, Travis was many things. And then she turns to April and she's like, I want to know what he was like in college. (laughs) And April is just like, did you guys know him then? (laughs) And they were all like, no, like, she said they weren't close in college. Like, the sister says they weren't close in college, but they recently got back in touch. She's like, oh, okay, let me make some shit up. Basically, back. she was just like, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's really dry. You want some water? Uh, no, I'm okay. I'll get some in a second. Um, she basically just said like everybody loved him and he was funny and had a way of dressing a room full of people. Girls would leave little post-it notes on his dorm room door, which they probably did. If she would mm. know if they lived in the same dorm, right? Um, but that was it. And then Miki just kind of said, um, that sounds right. And uh, and then we get to, like, the next section. So everybody's fallen asleep. April wakes up. She realizes Nick and Mickey are passed out, but Zach wasn't there. Mm. Yeah, he's still looking for the thing. <laughs> and so she goes to the bathroom, and she can't figure out where, you know, the bathroom is. And before the bathroom, <clears throat> or after the bathroom, is a study. And she sees Zach bent over the desk, like, taking pictures mm. of the photo of the, of the papers. Yeah. Yeah. And um, after she comes back, Zach comes back out. Like, she, Zach doesn't see her. She goes to the bathroom. She comes back. 
Zach comes back like a few minutes later and tells Miki he's going to leave. And oh, he's just going to do it right then. Yeah. He's just like, I'm going to go. And she's just like, let's stay in touch. Okay. And he's like, of course. And then all of a sudden, Nick it wasn't quite fully awake, but he was just like asking if he left. And she's like, yeah. And Nick says, I feel bad for him. It's the kind of mistake anyone could make and to be responsible for your best friend's death. But his denial is fucked up. Like, he's basically not saying that it's... He's saying it's Travis's fault, not his. Right. And Mickey just kind of is just like, whatever. She's like, it doesn't matter. Travis is gone either way. And Nick is just like, how does this not bother you? Like, he's blaming Travis. Like, how does that not bother... He's blaming your brother. And she's just kind of like, whatever he has to tell himself to get through it. Like, I get it. And April asks how he know he's... how. Do they know that Zach is lying? Right. And Nick tells her there aren't that many ways that only one person falls from a, a simul rap, uh, whatever. Repel. Yeah. Um, so they're thinking Zach probably lost control of the break and not tied the end stop knot. And he got to a ledge and just unweighted without thinking. So he like took his weight off of the rope. <laughs> and then Travis and, just fucking fell. Yeah. So he's like, that's usually what you do when you touch the ground. But he forgot that Travis mm. was his, his counterweight. So when the rope slid through, uh, there wasn't time to grab it. And because there was no knot to like catch on, then Travis just kind of fell off the thing. Did he forget? <laughs> he's saying, I'm just speculating, but I can't think of a way Travis could have made a mistake that led to his own fall in that setup. She goes, even if uh, Travis had fucked up, either they both would have fallen or just Zach. Like, right. it wouldn't have been Travis. It would have been one or the other, basically. Um, and he just says, like, he he just can't look at Zach because... Or, he, yeah, he can't look at Zach because um, even though he knows it's, it's an accident, he blames him. Like, it's his fault that Travis is gone, and he just won't fucking admit it. Yeah. Like, he's like, I could forgive him, I think, if he would even admit it, but he won't. And then April just starts doing the dishes and just kind of, like you know, whatever. Um, so then Mickey's just like, you know, Nick, why don't you go home and go to sleep? It's been a long day. We're going to be dealing with this for a long time. So she's like, okay, that's fine. You know, it was nice to meet you, April, da, 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 whatever. So he leaves and April's doing the dishes and Mickey kind of, um, just tells her, you know, like, thank you for helping to stay and clean up. None of his other friends helped. Mm -hmm. Like, what kind of friends are they? Not even my friends helped. Like, thank you. I appreciate it. And she goes, um, April tells her, you know, like, I have to tell you something. I saw Zach in the study taking pictures of the deeds. And um, the only thing Mickey says is just like, did you notice those two teenage girls today? And mm -hmm. she's like, what? Like, did you hear what I said about Zach? Like, he was taking pictures of the thing. And she goes... Those girls arrived about the same time that you did. And when I asked them who they were, they just admitted that they were fans of Travis online. They'd never met him. And at first she was like, I was going to ask them to leave. But then she thought, like, who was I to say that they didn't know him as well as I, you know, as well as any of us. Did. Yeah. She was, Zach didn't even know that Travis didn't even know Travis enough to say whether or not he was a doomsday prepper. And Zach was the one who got him killed. And April was just kind of like. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> and she just talks about how like strangers loved her brother. And um, it's kind of beautiful to have like those pictures and those videos to watch. 
And she's like, it's a crazy story, isn't it? And she goes, April asks, like, what? Like, how Travis died? Like, is that the crazy story? And she goes, no. She's like, well, I mean, that too. But she's like, but the cabin, like, there's a hidden trove of gold where only the most skilled mountaineer can reach it. A treasure map is left in plain sight when you can just download templates for wills and deeds off the internet. She's like, knowing Zach... He probably started packing a gear bag the second he got home, mm. not wanting me and my helicopter to beat him there. She set him up. Yeah, she said Nick was driving me nuts with all those questions. Like, how did he find it? How did he build it? Da, da, da. And she goes, but <laughs> she's just like, there's plenty of high remote places that would take days or weeks of backpacking to get to. Surrounded by terrain that could easily maim or kill you in the approach because they don't know where it Damn, is. Damn, she a bad bitch. She said, especially if you were expecting a big cache of supplies and water when you got there. And then <laughs> April's kind of like backing away. <laughs> and she goes, are you leaving? <gasps> and she's like, yes, I, like, I'm sorry again for your loss. <laughs> and Miki just kind of like does this weird like sneer. And she's like, didn't you lose him too? Oh no. <laughs> and Miki was just kind of like waiting. She just kind of stood there and she finally left. And she just like didn't realize she was holding her breath until she gets outside. And when she got into her phone, she was like, her battery's almost dead. All of Travis's accounts had been deleted or changed to private. And she was like thinking about going to the police and telling them, but she was like, "How can I prove that? Like, how can I prove anything?" So basically, this guy is 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 going to go try to steal something that doesn't exist. Yeah, he's gonna get himself killed in the process because she knows he fucked up and he mm. basically, accident or not, he basically killed her brother, and and this was her whole fucking like revenge plot. Uh huh. Sick. And she knew exactly what he was gonna do. And what a piece of shit to like accident or not your best friend is dead and you go and try to fucking find this cabin where he's got all this gold. You fucking asshole. Like the second you fucking get there, that's fucking. What a fucking dick, dude. No, let me die. (laughs) It's okay. Dude, these short stories are good as fuck. I read that and I was like, oh, that's shit. That's fucking good. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. I am obsessed with mine. I literally went all John and wrote like a three page fucking like <laughs> thing on it. I read it at work and I was like, oh, I wish this was like a whole book. <laughs> oh, shit. I need more. I need more. <laughs> it's not enough. Let me open my, <laughs> my notes. <laughs> Dude, that was good. That was good. Good job. I was like, holy shit. Because I was like, oh shit, she's going to get caught for not knowing him. Like, that's going to be the whole thing. That's what I thought, too. That was fucking good. Well, good. Fuck that guy. Yeah, no shit. Right in the ass. Right in the ass. (gasps) Thank you so much. Okay. So my story was called Sandman. And I swear to God, I'm. <sighs> it's so good. Okay. So it starts out with this woman. We don't know her yet. Mm-hmm. She's trying to sleep in her bed. 
and there is a gray hooded figure sitting at the edge of her bed holding her legs i hate that but she says that the way that it's holding her legs feels like intimate and not like scary okay and it's like comforting to her so the hoodless i mean the faceless hooded man eventually hovers over her body like Mm -hmm. she's on her back and he hovers over her body she talks about how his arms are like next to her her head on her pillow and he starts filling her mouth with sand what the fuck (laughs) it's so fucking good i'm so excited for you oh my god he starts filling her mouth with sand that eventually fills her entire body until she's had the best night's sleep she's ever had in her life is she dead no so (laughs) when she wakes up we learn so the woman's name is kelly and she has suffered with insomnia her entire life and is now in her 30s struggling to maintain or struggling to be functional without sleep Mm -hmm. like she never sleeps she'll sleep like occasionally yeah uh the longest kelly has gone gone without sleep is four days and after that time she started to hallucinate you know shit uh her parents, when she was younger, took her to the doctor for counseling, to which the doctor was just like, oh, well, she's not being stimulated enough. Um, it, she's watching too much TV or, or she's not yeah. outside enough. Like, mm. it's not helping her sleep through the night. Her parents would give her these sleeping pills that she specifically remembers, despite now that she's older, her friend who's a doctor was like, they don't give sleeping pills to children. She's like, no, I specifically remember taking yeah. these pills. Um, but what she, so she talks about how parents, when their children can't sleep, or they usually complain that they have problem sleepers Mm. and how getting their kids to settle down for the night is hard, but her parents actually had to deal with her insomnia and they would lock their doors when they went to sleep. What the fuck? Like they didn't want her coming into their room. So she's like, I specifically remember like not being able to sleep and wanting my parents, but their doors locked. So I would just sleep on like I would lay on the hard like linoleum, mm-hmm. whatever floor, and then I would doze off for a minute. And when I'd wake up, it was like morning, and I ran back to my bed. So my parents didn't know I slept outside. That's door. so sad. What kind of fucking parents? Right. Dude? It just it's gonna get weirder. <laughs> so. Um, that was when she was younger. The next stage in her life was college. Mm -hmm. And she talks about how in college, it's normal for nobody to sleep because you're either partying or like cramming. Mm -hmm. And for her, it was just like easy because she could just stay up all night and do her homework or like party or whatever. Um, she would go to a 24 hour coffee shop and order double espressos every two hours just to like feed into her insomnia she's like i can't sleep anyway might as well like like, study all night yeah so kelly goes on to explain that in adulthood so in her 20s is very common again to stay up binging a show falling into an online rabbit hole or like if you have kids you stay up with your restless baby Mm -hmm. um again in her 30s she explains that even though she doesn't party or anything anymore um, she doesn't really have the need to stay up all night 
but she does because she has insomnia. So mm-hmm. she like obsessively cleans her house um, or she just finds other things to do. She mainly works and like goes to a 24 hour gym. Okay. She talks about how it's normal now in society to be like, oh, yeah, nobody sleeps. Yeah. And she's like going to doctors and they're like, oh, well, you know, nobody sleeps. Like she'll check off like having trouble sleeping or like can't sleep through the yeah. night. And they're just like, Meh. they just like blow past That's it. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So I put, I think it's the author's way of saying through every stage of your life, there is some normalcy brought to like insomnia. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what there is, there's an explanation as to why you're tired, but people never really experience true sleep deprivation. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, well, everybody's tired. It's like, that doesn't, I'm still tired. Right. <laughs> like, I still need help. <laughs> exactly. So, a week before her visit from the man in the cloak, Kelly was in the break room in her office when her, <laughs> when her, like, Belgian employee... Tebow I saw her and was like did you sleep well she was like no (laughs) I didn't she's like I decided to answer honestly and I told him that I did not and he's like a health nut so he's like he bikes to work he like Mm. takes care of everything and he's like well how is your sleep hygiene she's like what the fuck is sleep hygiene and he's like, you know, you have to, you can't bring your phone in bed. You can't bring your laptop in bed. Um, you can't eat in bed or watch TV in bed. He's like, you need to have like blackout curtains, no distractions, mm-hmm. and um, charge your phone in the kitchen and just like try to like bring peace to your mind before you go to sleep. So she was like, you know what? Nothing else has really worked for me. I'm going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. But when she's talking to Tebow, her manager comes in. And she's like, don't let, don't let that fucking health nut, like, try to give you advice. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. He's, he's fucking crazy. Yeah, he just thinks he's better than everybody else and because he's so healthy. And she was like, yeah, but I'm going to do it because, mm-hmm. like, I haven't slept in, like, months. And because she goes, well, I'm tired. Yeah. And her manager's like, we're all tired. Oh, fuck you. I hate that so much. Yeah. So she does everything except get the blackout curtains. She charges her phone in the kitchen. She doesn't drink caffeine after noon. Um, after she set up her whole room, she like, because she kind of finds him attractive in like a weird way. The health nut guy? Yeah. Okay. And so she, like, texts him a picture of her room, but she kind of, like, puts her leg in it. She's like, I hope he, like, notices oh my God. whatever, which he doesn't. He's just like, oh, great job. <laughs> <laughs> like, ha, ha, leave me alone, you slut. <laughs> He's all sleep well. She's like, all right, well, fuck that shit. <laughs> so, let's see. So she lays in bed, and she's, like, trying to empty her mind, but she can't rest. Mm-hmm. And she masturbates and it does not bring her any relaxation. She's like, I felt the same as I just did before. (laughs) So she starts closing her eyes to count the seconds. And when she opens them, the cloaked man is there. Okay. So he again hovers over her and fills her mouth with sand. 
and makes her swell and buried her from the inside until she passed out. Dude, was she like choking? She says it's not like she can still breathe. It's just like she can feel the sand like going down her throat and like spreading throughout her whole body. But she can breathe just fine. Like, yeah. Okay. And she says at some points, like she likes the feeling. So she'll like wiggle a little bit. So that way the sand spreads like more deep. Interesting. In her. Yeah. So after that, when she wakes up, it's been 14 hours of sleep. Holy shit. <laughs> That's a nice sleep. Hell yeah, brother. So Kelly says for the first few hours of her day, she felt sharpened, but kind of dazed. But she felt like her spine lengthened and her eyes were wide open. And that like her physical appearance was like actually like youthful. Yeah. Like she's like, I got the sleep I fucking needed. Um, She decides to go have lunch with an old friend from college. And she shows her a picture of Tebow. And her friend was, like, disgusted. She's like, ew. The fuck? She's like, he kind of looks like your ex-boyfriend. And Kelly was like, I mean, kind of. I mean, you have a type, right? Like, yeah. And she was talking about how, like, her ex-boyfriend was, like, beautiful. Like, for a man, he was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And Tebow, like, wasn't anything beautiful, but he kind of had, like, the same features. Mm -hmm. But she, again, finds him attractive but she can't like place what it is. Yeah. And her friend is like, it seems like a waste of energy, like to flirt with him. She's like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> and then she asks him if he's the best of the men, you know, and Ooh. Kelly's like confused by the question. She's like, what does that even mean? The best of the men that I know. She's like, I'm not just going to round up every single man that I yeah. know. She's like, but then she's like, I was thinking about it and he might be. The best of the men that I know. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, it was like a weird point in the story. I didn't get yeah. that. But anyway. Um, so on her way home after lunch, she goes into a craft store and buys blackout fabric that she like fits for, for her, her curtains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Why not just buy blackout curtains. <laughs> she's a crafty bitch. Okay. <laughs> She like, like cuts a lot them of work. out and she like puts them with her actual curtains. Was well, this the fucking sound of music? Like <laughs> <laughs> opposite. <laughs> so Kelly hangs the blackout curtains. She takes a really hot shower, plucks her phone in the kitchen, and lays in bed in the nude. Mm. She talked about how with the blackout curtains that the whole room was so dark that she couldn't even see her arms like in front of her. It's a black. Blacked out. <laughs> Blacked out, baby. <laughs> and how she talks about how it's like kind of like a sensory deprivation. Mm. And how because she couldn't see her arms, they tingled in the dark because they Ooh. were like embraced by darkness. What is this fucking the night court? Goddamn. That's what I'm saying, dude. I could read a whole book about this. So she pulls back the duvet and she lets the cold touch all of her body. Oh my God. She's going to get fucking... Have sex with the air? Like, fuck. So she says she can neither feel or see the edge of the bed in the darkness. And then she felt him in the room with her. The Sandman? The Sandman. He again, like the night previously, hovered above her with his hands to the side. And she couldn't, this time she like couldn't see anything in the dark. Mm -hmm. She parted her lips and exhaled 
and exhaled as to tell him what she wanted. <laughs> he stuck his dick in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> shit and when he lowered to her he kissed her and she opened herself to allow the sand to fill her throat and engulf her body becoming immobilized dick <laughs> sandy is dick. this what dune is <laughs> <laughs> damn that shit would have buckled the oscars god damn <laughs> so when she wakes up the next morning the sharpened feeling has lasted a bit longer like all the way till the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And she carried on her day, um, breaking the no caffeine rule. So she drinks coffee. She took her laptop from work and decided to stay up and work. So she broke another rule. And while working and watching mindless 80 sitcoms, she started to think of the cloaked man and how heavy and powerless her body would feel if he was there. She found herself masturbating. Mm. And- and came as though she hadn't came in years with ropes of electricity whipping, whip cracking through her. Just from sleep? Dude, I want that kind of sleep, bro. <laughs> That's what I want, I'm dude. I'm so tired. Like I always feel like shit when I wake up. Right? Could you imagine feeling like so horned up for sleep that oh you're just like God. jerking off to it? You're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna fucking sleep like, so oh, good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That bitch better have passed the fuck out. <laughs> Shit. So she finishes her report <laughs> and dozes off to the sound of the TV. But she says, like, I can still see, like, the light behind my eyelids. So it's not, like, sleep. When you're, like, half asleep. And yeah. You, yeah. So the next day, Tuesday, Kelly stayed up and went to the 24-hour gym <laughs> and was, like, half dozing on the, like, resistance bicycle. Wednesday, she fell asleep outside in her apartment courtyard. What the fuck? These past few nights, she still hasn't seen the Sandman. Thursday, she cleaned her apartment. Excuse me. Took a hot shower. And after laying in bed, she was waiting for him to arrive. Mm -hmm. But he never did. Friday, Kelly went to an all-night diner where she started falling asleep in the booth. She was, like, talking about how serene it was. Just kind of, like, she ordered her food. And while she was waiting for it. She just, like, closed her eyes but could hear, like, everything around her Mm -hmm. and that it was kind of soothing. And then the waitress comes up to her and she's like, hey, you can't sleep here. (laughs) She's like, all right. So she, like, eats her food. And by the time she's done, it's dawn and she has to go to work. Mm. So she goes to work. And when she gets to the elevators, she runs into Tebow, who was in his biking gear from arriving early from biking to work. And Kelly takes notice on how attractive he is in his spandex. He looked at her and said, you're still not sleeping well. To which she said, fuck no. (laughs) He started asking her if she did all the things that he told her. And then he just like proceeded to be like, well, I have an app, a meditative app and this and that and this and that. And she kind of gets annoyed because she really hasn't slept in four days. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that's fucking ridiculous. She's, like, working this hard to relax, turning rest into work. Mm-hmm. And she kind of snaps at him. And she's like, you think you're just better than everybody else. Oh, my God. And he's like, I don't think I'm better than you. And at that point, the elevator opens and they both yeah. go in. And 
she talks about how like she's facing forward and she can see their reflection in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And when she turns, because he's like looking at her, he cups her hand, her face with his hands, mm-hmm. and rubs with his thumb the like puffy under eye circles, mm-hmm. and then just leaves the elevator. What the fuck? Exactly. He's like, oh yeah, those under eyes. They just look <laughs> well, like little I took boobies. it like like a sympathy, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but, you look so tired. But then that's it. Like, he doesn't text her. He doesn't do it, say anything else. So <laughs> Maybe he's just like, God damn, these puffy eyeballs. <laughs> trying to push it back in. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a wreck, bitch. He's all, Fucked <laughs> 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 up. <laughs> so, the next week, they have a company work trip to Indianapolis. <laughs> Kelly's room... It's freezing no matter what temperature she puts the thermostat on. She calls the front desk. They're like, oh, we don't know what the problem is. Like, <laughs> Damn, that sucks, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Get a blanket. <laughs> so she pulls all of the extra blankets that are in her hotel room. And she, like, buries herself underneath. Where do they give you extra blankets in your hotel room? You get that in the closets. I've never seen an extra blanket in the closet. You're not saying in good hotels. I fucking had to give my parents my blanket from my... I slept under a sheet this weekend at the condo. Um, well... <laughs> 240 a night that's what that gets you <laughs> so she buries herself under the blankets and when she's moving underneath the mound of blankets she finds a fabric that is different from the bed and knows immediately that it's the cloaked man and he was lying she put behind and beside her so I'm assuming like spooning her yeah that's what it sounds like um, or like maybe she's on her back and he's like spooning her Behind him, but well, no, I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) and when she reached for his hand, she found just that. She was like, not a skeleton, not a fucking sand, not whatever I thought, because she can't see his face. Mm -hmm. It's just like darkness in the face. Mm -hmm. So she wanted to touch his hand, and that's what she felt. And she put her hands around his five fingers, Mm -hmm. like, like this is somebody. And she wasn't fucking spooked. (laughs) He lifts off her nightshirt. And she can feel the sand trickling across her left arm. The sand eventually only leaves her head and her underbelly exposed, and the rest of her body is engulfed. He kissed her again, and she felt the pressure of the sand and was knocked out. Kelly awoke at dawn and felt superhuman, like she could lift or do anything she wanted to with no consequences. What the fuck? She was like, you know what? I'm determined. I'm just going to go to Tebow's room. I'm going to push through the door. I'm going to pull him on the bed, push him down, and, like, fuck him senseless. Oh, my God. Like, without a word. I'm not going to say one fucking word. Right? So she goes and knocks on his door. Doesn't answer. She's, like, waiting out there in her pajamas. And she knows that he's looking at her. She can hear his feet shuffling. Yeah, she knows that he's looking at her through the peephole. And when he opens the door, he kind of like puts his hand out on her shoulder mm-hmm. and says she that he gives her a look of pity before stopping her and shakes his head and shuts the door. Like he already knew what she was going to do. Oh, no. Kelly was embarrassed and runs back to her room. The man in the cloak didn't return for nearly a month after that. <gasps> she says that day but into night. And her sleeping got worse. She decided to go see a film at a midnight showing and shut her eyes at the beginning 
um, <laughs> of Singing in the Rain. <laughs> and when she opened them, she thought she slept through the whole movie because the theater was empty, but the house lights were still off. And when she looked over right next to her, she saw the cloaked man and asked, why am I like this? Why don't you come see me every night like you do others? When she reached for his hand, this time it was nothing but loose sand. And the theater begins filling with sand. The projection booth windows bust open. It's all sand. Mm -hmm. The theater doors bust open. It's all sand. And she's like freaking out. She's trying to climb her way through these sand piles. She's like, like, I can't breathe. Mm -hmm. Like, it's choking me. And eventually she sinks into it and is scraped um, by a blanket of darkness. When she opens her eyes, everything was quiet and she was in the desert, but she could see dunes stretching over the horizon. She was sitting upright, naked in a throne made of sand. The fuck? The man in the cloak was sitting at her feet, facing away from her. His voice was all around her, but yet nowhere in particular. And he said, do you think I come? Wait, do you think I come to everyone the way I come to you? He rose to his feet, turning around, holding her wrists. And he leans forward and he brushes a pinch of sand that like sparkled off of her brow. She was like, it's it's more sparkly than like glitter in a craft store is how she like mm. describes it. And he said, there, now you're like everybody else. And when he turns to leave, she can tell he's like waiting for her to beg him like to come back. Mm -hmm. But instead, she like makes like a little nest in the sand, like where her head is at mm -hmm. and passes out. And. She said she slept in the dreamless dreamless nourishing ungrateful sleep of the innocent and that's it damn what the fuck isn't it dude? so good that's fucking crazy it's so good that's a whole fucking it's thing so good. like did he just want to feel like he was appreciated i think what it is i at least is my like interpretation of it I think what is it what it is is like she was like I guess special to him mm -hmm. with her insomnia and so like although she didn't sleep all the time like he didn't visit her all the time mm -hmm. when she did sleep it was like the best the best ever. sleep maybe for her and for him like getting to visit her mm -hmm. so when she was upset about it like why don't you come see me every night he was upset yeah and I don't know if like she's like a queen like yeah. maybe she had like powers or something I don't know but like, or he held her in that regard, maybe. Yeah. And so when he's like, you really want to be like everybody else. And she's like, at the end, she's kind of desperately like, yeah. Like, I, although like, this is nice between us. Like, I'm I want to fucking sleep. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. Now, do you think Tebow was the Sandman? Because that's what I thought. That I mean, he's got to be right. But like. Because, like, maybe he was like, this isn't, like, a sexual thing. This is, yeah. like, a, like, a, like, another type of intimacy. I don't know. She's, like, jerking off to it. Yeah, but he was not into mm. it. So, for her, it's sexual. For him, it's, like, like, just, like, a different type of intimacy. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that cool? That's an interesting story. I, I would literally read a whole book of that. 
Uh, you can read Neil Gaiman's The Sandman graphic novel. No, <laughs> not the same. <laughs> I don't even remember what the other one was now. The other one was fucking weird. What is it? Hold on. It's 20 hours. Uh, I remember reading it, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I remember that first fucking sentence, dude. Dude, yeah. I was like, all right. Because I had just finished The Sandman. I was like, nothing's going to fucking top that. I mean, it didn't top it, but it was fucking weird. It's kind of sad. It's it's simpy for sure, if anything. What do you mean? I feel like he's such a fucking hardcore simp. Explain. Okay, because like... He kills his wife, right? Uh Uh-huh. And in the 20 hours that it's taking her to reprint. Like, misses her and shit? He's, like, chatting with cam girls. Oh, yeah. And then comes to the realization that it's like, she's the only one who understands me. Mm, Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, what? Simp as fuck, bro. (laughs) So, this one's 20 hours. Literally, the first line is, after I killed my wife. <laughs> like, what? Uh, that's basically the whole premise of the story. Kills his wife. Prints her. Brings her back. <laughs> yeah. It says, after I killed my wife, I had 20 hours before her new body finished printing downstairs. That is yeah. the first line of the fucking short story. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. So, I didn't take notes, so. So he talks about how he has 20 hours before his wife's body reprints downstairs and about how the printing fascinates him. He talk- I would be fascinated, too. I, oh. You don't think so? I mean, I'd be fascinated, but I don't think I would do it. Oh, if I had somebody, if I, if I had that kind of money. You would? I would, but I think also maybe not because I'd be too paranoid that it would be too much time in between when they actually died yeah, and when their consciousness like uploaded. Right. Be like, fuck, I just really killed them and now they're coming back to life. So he talks about how he poisoned his wife and how she's going to be pissed when she wakes up. To make it up to her, he's going to make her soup, clean the house, buy her flowers, he also talks about how he wrapped her body and put it on the porch for pickup. Like it's completely normal. Yeah. He's just like, oh, well, you just wrap it on up and then someone will come pick it up eventually. And then what's funny is at the end, he ends up doing none of those things. None of those things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks about how intimate poisoning your spouse is, how premeditative it is. It's not a crime of passion or something that snapped in him. It was planned, and the substance that he poisoned her with was purchased beforehand. Yeah, he has to, like, go on the fucking dark web and get it. Yeah. He says that Connie, his wife, has only killed him one time. <laughs> but but she kind of, like, started the whole thing, right? Yeah, like, but then he's also first? killed her, like, three times. To her one time. What the fuck? Well, she started it. Yeah, she started it was one for well, one. You, you start this motherfucker. I, I bet I see how you feel. Bet. So she killed him while they were on a hiking slash camping trip that apparently like she had planned the whole thing and it was like 
they were bickering and blah, 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 oh, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she asked their neighbor to borrow a rifle because she claimed <laughs> that she was scared of bears. All scared of bears. <laughs> he said that he was walking, that she was walking in front of him and she led him deep into the woods, turned around and like had a smirk on her face. And immediately, without hesitation, shot the rifle. Like, what did he say? Like, in between my, like... Like, the spinal. perfect spot, like, right at the base of his skull and hit top of his spinal column. Yeah, that would kill him instantly. And then he goes on to talk about how, like, apparently the reason she did that was because the printer only works if the death doesn't linger because it can mess up something in the calibration with the consciousness with the new body. That's being reprinted. Because like every 10 seconds, their consciousness is yeah. uploaded. And if it takes too long for that to happen, both the original and the copy just are dead. Um, he states that when he woke up, he was on the printing table in the basement alone and she was just like out running errands. So like she was just like, wow, that's great. You're going to print anyway. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. And like that was the only notes I had. But like. During the 20 hours, like, right after she killed him, like, dragged his body or whatever, she, like, went to the motel that they were going to stay at and, like, went and got a drink and, like, ate meatloaf and, like, had, like, a a day to herself and then fucking, like, was running errands while he was reprinting downstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, Is this where he talks about, like, what the printing thing is? Oh, yeah. So then he talks about how the printer is like something outrageously expensive that they both decided that they were going to purchase. And it's essentially like you put like a chip in your thigh and somehow it like records your consciousness every 10 seconds and then the the like all of your muscle tissue and how your body is. Yeah. Like it's a checkpoint or whatever it says. Right. And that it's not something that's like you can't make it to like make your teeth straighter or like make your face younger. It it literally uploads like the last checkpoint that you had. So you can't go back to be like if you found out you have cancer, you can't go back to like 20 years ago and be like, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. She's like, nope, you can go back 10 seconds and be like, I didn't have cancer and now I do or like what, you know. Right. And the point of the printer is like if an accidental death happened, like if Mm -hmm. you got in a car crash and died, it would automatically just reprint your body. Yeah. It's not meant for like anything else. (laughs) Ideally not to go murder your spouse (laughs) every three fucking months or whatever. So they talk about how they're rich, but not the they're like. They had like an inheritance, right? Yeah, they both come from wealthy families, Mm -hmm. but they don't live rich. They, like, make their own this or, like, do their own composting and go hiking. There's, like, middle fucking class people. Right. Millions of dollars. (laughs) But that this printer was the the one thing that they agreed on to spend this much money on. Yeah, which is interesting to me. Because it comes with, like, the services, like, the people who come pick up the body and, like. Cloud storage. Right. And so after a while after they had it, because they don't have any children or anything, they were like, what a fucking waste of money. Like, we've had this for years. We spent all this fucking money on it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's getting absolutely no use. 
And the wife is like, does she like propose it? Like, why don't we kill each other? Or does she just do it? I don't remember. I think she just does it. doesn't say it just says that they both felt curious yeah i think she just kind of fucking does it she just gets pissed off it's like all right this weekend i'm gonna go kill that motherfucker yeah so he's like i've killed her several times she's killed herself a couple of times and it she says it's the same it's like a blip you don't see an afterlife nothing like crazy happens it's just like you're dead and then boom you're like reprinted yeah and you wake up on the table like nothing crazy happens and I guess every time he's killed her, he's always bought her flowers and like mm-hmm. cleaned the house and made her soup, which is fucking weird. Yeah. And he talks about how his neighbor was like having an affair with his wife. And he's like, oh, it would just be so much easier. Like if he could kill his wife, yeah. and she would get reprinted. Like he's so delusional. Yeah. He's like, oh, he'll have 20 hours to have an affair because technically she's dead. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? And he talks about the time when his wife killed him and how she said that she went to a bar and like a guy came up to her and was like flirting with her and she was just like I guess I'm a widow it was like hysterical about it mm-hmm. the guy and, like, freaked out yeah and, like she was just she just stayed in that hotel room like she didn't care to go back and wait for him to get reprinted like she was like whatever I don't care right so while he's like trying to clean the house and deciding if he's gonna go buy her flowers, he starts thinking about his neighbor's affair and about how it was like initially like like a Tinder. He like downloaded a dating app yeah. just to see what it was and then started talking about a started talking to a girl and then they met and mm-hmm. then that's how he had the affair. So at first, while his wife was printing downstairs, he's like, Well, I have time. He, like, plays porn, and he's like, no, it feels dirty. So, like, shuts it off. (laughs) Then he's like, then I saw something about cam girls. Yeah. And I've never done anything like that. So I, like, got on the cam girl site, and it's all these fucking dudes, like, trying to get this girl. oh, I love you so much. Show me your fucking knockers. Yeah. He's like, and you have to enter a credit card. And at first I wasn't going to do it, but then it says it wouldn't charge me. And blah, blah, blah. Oh, what the mm-hmm. fuck is he talking about at McDonald's? Oh, he said something about going to go get breakfast at McDonald's one time or that day or something. So he calls himself like Egg McMuffin something or something like that. Like that's his username. Yeah. Wait, he never says why he poisoned her, though. I don't remember. It, this story is so fucking weird. It's yeah. all over the place. It is all over the place. Um, So he fucking buys into the cam girl thing. And he, like, puts in the chat, like, my wife is dead. Not even, like, like that's not the place to put it, first of all. And he's like, I know, like, it's just going to get lost in the sea of comments. Because he didn't pay, so his text right. is all gray. She's not going to see it, whatever. But then she, like, calls it out. Yeah. She's like, oh, Egg McMuffin. What is, like, 2026? Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, if you join me in my private room, I can make you feel better. I'm so fucked and he's just like, it's the way she said it was like her own special nickname for me. Like, 
It was simp as fuck. She saw, she noticed me out of everybody, and mine was grayed out. But she called out my comment, da da da, mm-hmm. and she wants to make me feel better. It's like fuck you, dude. Are you stupid? Hello. Exactly. That's how they get you to buy into their fucking room. So he just talks about how he like attempted to make soup, and then realized he didn't have enough ingredients. And then is like, you know what? Connie really likes that Thai restaurant down the street. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go get food. We always talk about how we should walk there instead of drive because it's like two blocks down. So I'm going to go ahead and walk. Like, just like mundane fucking shit. But he does talk about when he gets to the Thai restaurant, he looks at himself in the the (laughs) reflection. And he's like thinking about like, this isn't my skin. Like, this isn't the skin my mother like touched or whatever. Like, this has been reprinted. Like, this isn't my actual body. Uh, Yeah, it's like my consciousness, but this is all stuff that's made out of something else. Right. And he starts thinking about, like, Connie, too, and about how their bodies kind of look the same. Mm -hmm. And he's like, at first he's having, like, an existential crisis. And then he, like, quickly gets over it. And she's like, yeah. oh, well, it's so cold. I got to get back home before well, she wakes up. Well, here's the weird thing, too, that while he's looking at, like, his reflection, he starts, like, he's talking about how he's got, like, this windbreaker and gray sweatpants, da 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 And he remembers, like, working at, like, a Blockbuster or yes. something. And, like, having this guy who looked the same, he wore, like, the same windbreaker and gray sweatpants that he would find, like, a DVD or a VHS with, like, a fucking woman on the cover or the title and she he would just start fucking whacking it to that fucking photo and he was like i look like that guy and then he's like well it's cold and fucking lisa's like yeah i don't understand that is he like insinuating like the bodies are reused or something or i don't fucking have like any old memories are like meshing to what you're being recreated i was thinking there would be some sort of explanation for that but yeah i absolutely nothing no so just a gross image. Yeah. It's too late for him to buy flowers. He gave up on the soup. He bought Thai food. Didn't clean the house. And by the time Connie... Well, Connie's almost done reprinting at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's just thinking about, like, how nobody else in the world, like, will ever understand him the way Connie does. And they just, like, get each other. And, like, he could never do this. He talks about how he, like, beat her head in with a baseball bat one yeah, time. Yeah, the one time because he was afraid she wasn't going to die fast enough and that she might actually, like, be dead and she can't not be repented. Right. So he had to beat the shit out of her to a pulp. And then he goes back home and he's just, like, waiting for her and he's, like, come to this realization that she's the only person who will ever understand him. And she wakes up and she goes upstairs naked. And she's doing her laundry. Right? Oh, yeah, that's right. And she just like smiles at him, and that's the it's end. It's so fucking like what I, that that one I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't understand it. And maybe there's some like big meaning to it. I don't have the mental capacity to think to that extent at this point. It was a lot. If you have an explanation for that or interpretation, please let us know because I have no idea. I would like to sit and analyze it, but I cannot right now. I'm just in it for the Sandman. Oh, my God. I don't care about any other story. <laughs> Give me a whole book of the Sandman. So. Would you let a Sandman fill your mouth with sand? No. If it felt good? No. If you hadn't slept in, like, three days, and that was the only way you knew you were going to, like, get the best sleep of your life? 
Is it coming out of his mouth? Yeah, but you can't see his mouth. Mm, to you, know. it's just coming out of the like. I don't know. Hood. I. I have no idea because I don't know that I would be able to handle like not having sleep for like days. You would die. I sleep all the time. My body is exhausted. I'm telling you, I have a bad thyroid, dude. I'm exhausted all the time. Maybe you're exhausted because you sleep all the time. No. Do you ever think about that? No. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. So the next one I'm going to read is The Doll. Ew, thank God you're reading that. <laughs> you're going to read In This Fantasy. Ooh. And then the one after that that we're both reading is Scissors. Scissors sisters. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I'm interested to see what the hell those are about. I don't want to fucking know about the doll. I'm going to tell you all about the doll next week, boy. The doll. I, fun fact, I hate dolls. <laughs> I hate them. I'm going to buy you a doll. When I was growing up, my great grandma had a whole room we called the blue room <laughs> where she collected all kinds of dolls. Porcelain dolls, Raggedy Ann, Cabbage Patch, like all kinds of fucking dolls. She loved Barbies, like vintage Barbies. Yeah. But they were just like literally the whole fucking wall was like one big shelf. <laughs> and it was just floor to ceiling dolls. And it creeped me the fuck out. And that was the guest room that we would have to stay yeah, in. Yeah, I remember you saying you used to have to sleep in there. I would make my mom sleep closest Closer. to the dolls. And she'd be like, me. And I'm like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I don't understand how, like, that generation could be so obsessed with dolls like that. I hate it. Uh, but I wonder if it's because it's something that they grew up with. They had nothing else, bro. Yeah. That's like some Great Depression fucking shit. <laughs> They're like, it was the 80s, calm down. Well, we made dolls out of <laughs> sticks. <laughs> I used to have to grab a switch off the tree. <laughs> and I'll put some, some straw on it and give it some hair. Dude, I don't know. And then my grandma, after my great-grandma died, my grandma inherited half of those dolls because nobody else fucking wanted them. Sell them. Sell them. What's creepy, too, is my great-grandma had bought these, like, two, not life-size, but, like, maybe, like, a one-year-old size. And they're in chairs. Well, my my aunt is in a chair, and my mom was just standing. And she bought them because she said that they reminded her of my aunt and my my mom. Because it, that's how they looked when they were children. So when she died, m my Jeanette and my mom got their respective childlike dolls. And they are the fucking creepiest. Jeanette sits in a chair and it has like a little nightgown on. And it has like a weird like Dutch braid and it just like sits there. It's in her living room, like in the entryway. It's fucking terrifying. And my mom's is just like a little like little like white girl doll and it, her head's kind of tilted and she has like full bangs and like where's your mom's at in her room why it forever it's just been propped up on her like um dresser Wait, is it in the corner yes i remember you know what i'm talking about because i remember changing in your mom's room and i was like <laughs> what the fuck is that yeah dude that's the doll she like inherited i don't remember seeing that at Jeanette's house so. i told my mom i was like don't I, if you leave that to me when you die, I'm throwing it away. Yeah. I don't care how old or like sentimental That's it is. scary. I'm not fucking keeping that shit. I think God my mom only collects those fucking Chinese ones because they're so pretty. <laughs> yeah, those are chill. Not these porcelain ass fucking 
suck your soul and you live on a <laughs> shelf kind of shit. My grandparents, you know the ones that like they're like hideaway ones, so they like have their arms crossed and they yeah. like lean them up against shit. Yeah, I don't like those either. Yeah, they fucking had those. They thought they were cute. So I lean them up against their camper when they used to live here. Fuck no. So I'm like, what the fuck is Chucky doing in your fucking front? Like Ugh. they just thought they were so cute. That is ugh. anyway. That my great grandma also had like a little like. He was, like, supposed to be a hobo. <laughs> I forgot what his name is. He has a name. Hobo My Joe. My mom knows. He's, like, a little sad. It was, like, a 20s hobo, but, like, with clown makeup on. And he sat mm. on a bench. And he just was, like, in her living room, like. And everybody's, like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. Like, his name or whatever. And I'm, like, ooh, I hate it here. <laughs> Why is everyone just so, like. Okay, why, why are we in Zach Bagan's haunted museum right now? This is why I don't fuck with dolls. Trauma. I'm you a doll. Trump. I will toss it out. I don't fuck with Furbies either. I had two Furbies. <laughs> We're just living my childhood traumas. <laughs> I had two Furbies. One Furby I got, I could not train it to speak English. You know how you're supposed to train it? Mm-hmm. I could not for the life of me get it. So then I fucking heard on TV when I was a kid that if you got another Furby... They would talk to each other and then eventually learn English somehow. How that works. I don't know. I don't know. So I bought and I asked my mom for another Furby. I had two Furbies. I'm dead asleep. Dead ass. I'm dead asleep. And I hear And they're talking to each other and I'm freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, throw them away. My mom was like, we just bought those. I'm like, toss them out. I don't want it. Do you remember when we were we had Danielle's Furby? And <sighs> we were <laughs> we were in her room. I think we were in there with Taryn. And somehow the fucking Furby said, like, turn off the fucking light. Like, because, like, Taryn would teach curse words to, like, all the fucking things that yeah. we had that we could record. And uh, it was like, turn that fucking light off. We were all like, fuck that. And, like, fucking tossed it in that entertainment center they had. Furbies are the worst. I'm pretty sure it's still locked in there. <laughs> Furbies are the fucking yeah, worst. Yeah, they fucking... I... Yeah, have you seen the, like... TikTok accounts with like Furbies on them. They're no, hilarious. Absolutely not. I refuse. They're amazing because they're fucking dem- like the Furbies are all fucked up. Have they're you seen those like cursed Furbies? Uh-huh. Where people make them and they're like long? Oh yeah. I hate I, that. Yeah, I hate that dude. That's fucking terrible. I will never fucking get a Furby. And they're making a comeback. Did you know that they're making like um I forget which one. It's either Demon Slayer or Jujutsu Kaisen. They're making little Tamagotchis. Did you know that the Japanese word is actually tamadachi? Gachi? For friend. Oh, okay. Why would we say gachi then? I don't know. But I think that's just the brand name is tamagachi. Because there's definitely a G. But it's tamadachi. That's the only reason I remember that. Moshi mosh. Moshi mosh. Anyway. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you. It is midnight. So sleepy. <laughs> um, um, try not to crash the car on the way home. Yeah, don't edit tonight. We'll do that. I can do it in the morning. Tomorrow. I'll wake up in the morning and do it. Then we'll post it whenever. Yeah, this will come out when it comes out. <laughs> We've had a week. It's been a week. Yeah. And this is a short story, but it's not like it's... Can it like can like we're falling it, yeah. behind? You're falling behind. These are filters for sure. Filter episodes. 
filler episodes filler episode what i say filter, filter? <laughs> i'm fucking tired hole <laughs> these are filtered for sure they're filtered as fuck <laughs> just can beep out every single fucking <laughs> god you'd hear nothing all right thanks guys we'll see you next week bye <laughs> <laughs> oh you want to like follow us oh uh, yes yeah, so follow <laughs> us on- <laughs> Follow us on social media. We're somewhere on TikTok. Uh, oh, we've got a link now on our TikTok. Ooh, ooh. So you can now, instead of typing in, because you're fucking too lazy to type it in, you can click on it. <laughs> and just go to bookfriendspod.com and do stuff on there. Yes. Tell us, tell us what the fuck 20 hours means, please. Talk to me about the Sandman on the forum. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> You got to make your discuss. I'm about to make like some fan fiction. Like keep the story going. Make your discus. Oh, discus. <laughs> I'll give you a discus. Yeah, I need to make a discus account. I will be remember. posting some shit on the forum. I'm not going to post a fucking thousand thesis. word thesis, but like I'll definitely open it Dissertation. for I already put, I already had my three pages of notes, so it's fine. Copy paste. <laughs> Just the whole thing. I'm plagiarizing myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Follow us on those things. We don't have a Twitter, so follow us on everything that's not Twitter. I don't like Twitter. I don't either. You know what? Let's just not have a Twitter. No. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Elon Musk. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> Fuck Elon. <laughs> Fuck Grimes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. bye. Wah. <laughs> Have you been reading Missing Fury? No, bitch, I've been busy. Oh, yeah.